All right. Thanks for tuning in to the fourth episode of the Metal Embassy podcast. I'm Metal Chris, your host as always here. This episode features an interview with George Gabrielian that I recorded on March 23rd of 2021. This is the first interview that I recorded after the podcast had launched. So the first three episodes I had had in the can before the launch. So now we're getting into the new territory stuff here. Now, I'm always trying to do new things here with the Metal Embassy podcast, and I really enjoy this band, Gloosh. They're pretty new. They only have one album and one EP, both released in 2020. I really wanted to get George on here and talk about his music. When I first wrote him, though, he wrote me back in English, but said that he could not do an interview because he does not know English that well. Undeterred, I decided that I would try to find someone to do some translation work for me and find myself an interpreter in the area, hopefully, and I managed to do that. So on this episode, you'll hear Alexei Kalchenya interpreting what George has to say into English. Now, I learned some things doing this interview, one of which is that you cut a lot out when you're using an interpreter because basically all the stuff in Russian we didn't use which means this episode is shorter than any previous episodes of The Metal Embassy. Now, that doesn't mean it's a bad interview. It just means it's shorter. Next time I use an interpreter, I will probably have more questions written, and I'll probably have some more tricks to try to make it sound a little better and work a little better for everything. But hey, this is a new territory for me. George from Glue said this is the first time that he'd use an interpreter for an interview as well. So new ground here, and hopefully something that nobody's heard before. That all said, I'm probably going to use interpreters on other episodes going forward. However, I'm still trying to keep this primarily all English. I don't want it to be like every episode has an interpreter. But there are some cool bands out there with cool stories, and if they don't know English, that doesn't mean I don't want to tell them. Anyways, George is very cool to talk to me via Skype for this interview. He lives in Siberia, and I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about Siberia, outside of what I think most people know, and that's just that it's a cold place, and it's kind of desolate, and there's a lot of woods. And I suppose some of that's true, but one thing I learned doing some research about this is Siberia is a large part of Russia, something similar to what we would call a state in the United States. It's actually so large that if you cut off all the other parts of Russia from it, it would still be the largest country in the world. Now, the population there is not super dense, but it does cover a great amount of space. And one of the things that I really get from Glusha's music is that sort of attachment to the wilderness and the environment there. I think there's something really cool about that, and I'm excited to have you guys listen to what it's like to be in a metal band from Siberia. So I hope you all enjoy this interview as much as I did putting it all together. And of course, be sure to stay tuned to the end where we play a Glush song, Time Wheel, one of my favorites. First thing, I would like to thank you, George, for doing this interview. We are about 12 hours apart on time, and this is the first interview I have ever done with an interpreter. So thank you for working with me to make that possible. Thank you so much, because <laughs> I'm doing first time too. Okay. I think when most Americans think of Siberia, they imagine a very cold and desolate place. But you live in the city of Krasnoyarsk with a population that is around one million people. Are there many other heavy metal bands in Krasnoyarsk? And what is the heavy metal scene there like? No, yeah, Sibir. 
Yeah, it's really cold and it looks like Canada, uh, like a lot of woods and um, in the winter it's very cold, in the summer it's very hot. And um, about the metal stands, there is a few bands uh, that's famous, almost famous in the whole world. world. It's, uh, it's like Ultar and Grima. I am familiar with Ultar. They sing about H.P. Lovecraft. So do heavy metal bands play Krasnoyarsk when they tour? And if so, which bands? Or do you only get bands from Russia and that area? Um, so the Krasnoyarsk, the, it's not just a city, it's a, the big place it, and a territory, it's like a five friends and it's far away from the main points like in Russia and very difficult to bring there any bands, any good bands and now especially with the Covid situation it's very very difficult and almost nobody come there. But before, um, the bands like Behemoth, Rosing Christ, Fear Factory, and they, they come and it was fun. Okay, can you tell me what the meaning of the band name Glush is? Glush is a transliteration wilderness, somewhere in nowhere. That I can understand, all right. Your style of black metal seems to step away from the more evil imagery common to the early Norwegian bands and is influenced more by nature and the forest. This is similar to the Cascadian black metal bands here in the United States, such as Wolves in the Throne Room, Fauna, Ash Borer, and Fell Voices. Were these bands an influence on the music of Glush? All these bands that you said, really, I were like them and... Uh, the influence on my music and I'm a big fan on um, black metal from US, especially from the uh, West Coast. All right, cool. So Glush sounds like you spend a lot of time in nature, in the woods, while a lot of metal, especially black metal, can focus on death. There seems to be themes of harmony and cycles of life and death in the sound of Glush. How do your surroundings in Siberia, how do those influence the music of Glush? Glush звучит как будто ты Yeah, it's really in Siberia a lot of woods, and I don't need to spend um, a few days or even a few hours to get there to the woods. I just need to walk around quarter mile, and I will be in the woods. And um, around me, there's so good nature, and how I can think about death. And the other way that a lot of bands singing about death, as you said, and I want to do something new, not so popular. That's my feeling. Glush is a one-man black metal project where you record each instrument and then overdub them together to make your music, which is not that uncommon in black metal. On the Glush EP, The River, you had Vladimir Udomov perform session drums in studio. Do you ever plan to add him or anyone else as a permanent member of Glush, or is it just going to be a single member project? So far, I don't have plans to find the musicians and create the whole band. For me, enough for the another my project when we play in live shows around. But um, I have a plans to work with Vladimir Udarnov 
on the next full album and very soon I will gi give him some um, samples and he will record drums for my new album. So that was my next question. Are you working on any upcoming material? And if so, can you tell me anything about when it might be released? Yeah, the album is ready, but we need just to record it. The cover art is also ready, and Taya Rostovtseva is designer of this cover art. Cool. So another thing I want to ask about is Glush has only had two releases, and they were both in 2020. The full-length Time Wheel came out in February, just before the pandemic really hit everywhere, I think. Uh, maybe it had already hit there in Siberia, I'm not sure. And then the River EP came out in July after it had kind of gotten everywhere in the world. And I'd like to know what kind of impact the COVID outbreak had on Glush and making these releases. So, for me, the most impact COVID, it for a big band, like the touring around the world, between cities, and they make money only on this. And um, also, it's a big impact on the booking agencies. But for the small bands, for the studio bands like my, and it's even better because the people starting uh, listening to other music. It's not a, like a big benefit, uh, but kind of. Uh, we also have some small problems with the COVID, but uh, it's a little bit better. Well, for what it's worth, I bought the album before COVID hit here. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so here on the Metal Embassy podcast, I like to promote the exchange of heavy metal both ways. So as a thank you for your interview, I would like to buy you a digital copy of an album from a band in DC that I think you would like. After the interview, I'll get your email address with your Bandcamp account, and I will send you the album for free. I'll pay for it. For you, I've chosen the album Awake and Proceed by the local black metal band Sick Deer, who have something of an atmospheric style of black metal as well, but they're not as nature-focused as Glush, but I think you will enjoy it. No, ничего страшного. С удовольствием послушаю. Yeah, I will listen to it with great pleasure. <laughs> cool, cool. So next will be the last thing, and we're going to play your song Time Wheel off the debut album of the same name. This came out in February 2020. Anything else you would like to say about Glush before we go here then? I'm very difficult to speak by words. Everything what I want to tell you uh, in my music. And that, that's why I'm not often uh, giving the interview to, to the people because I'm afraid that I will sound like kind of stupid or, and uh, just listen to my music and enjoy. All right. Well, that sounds like the words of a true artist. So thank you very much for the interview. And uh, we're going to play Time Wheel next. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Das Vidanya. Goodbye.
Metal Embassy is brought to you by me, Metal Chris, and DCHeavyMetal.com. I personally record, edit, and produce each episode for your listening pleasure. The Metal Embassy theme and credit music was written, recorded, and produced by Stefan Elie. The Metal Embassy logo was made by the Lord of the Logos, Christoph Spazgel. If you have questions, comments, criticism, or suggestions for future episodes, you can email me at dcheavymetal at gmail.com. This episode was recorded in Adobe Audition, and I used an ElectroVoice RE320 microphone. I conducted the interview with George Gabrielian via Skype on March 23rd, 2021. The song Time Wheel was used with permission and can be purchased along with the rest of Gloosh's discography at gloosh.bandcamp.com. A huge thanks goes out to Alexei Kalchenya for coming to my studio and doing the interpreting for this episode's interview. You can also listen to this episode's interview entirely in Russian with my voice removed by visiting the Metal Embassy Bandcamp page at metalembassy.bandcamp.com. Thanks for sticking around to the end of the episode. The next episode will be back to being fully in English. And until then, stay metal, everybody.